Blog Talk Radio. This is the Naked Talk with Alex Okoji. It's all about straight talk with some of the biggest global icons, leaders, entertainers, motivational speakers, authors, life coaches, relationship experts, social advocates, and extraordinary friends as they strip themselves their experiences, and share their unfiltered thoughts about life issues. I believe in stripping the lies and empowering the mind through the freedom of expression. I'm unapologetic about being open, so I motivate my guests to tell it like it is, and help my listeners build a presence of mind while finding their voice. So it's all about the best in authentic conversations, with real people about real life experiences. So let's keep it unfiltered, unscripted, uncensored, and uncut. You're welcome to today's episode. And yes, my name is Alex Akurji, and I am broadcasting live out of Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. Yay! So, what's going on, people? Uh, you know, first of all, I need to apologize to you all. Uh, I should have been starting the show like this, but I need to do, I really need to apologize to the show. I wasn't on the air last week. Um, we did have some um, technical issues with the Tony Ryden show, and I'm very excited that I'm bringing Tony Ryden back here on the show on Tuesday. Um, we're going to have it up on Wednesday, so it would be awesome to, you know, just have him back on the show. And, um, you know, we that show didn't happen, and I've been filming, and I've been away, and then yesterday was my birthday. Yay! So uh, I'm a year older and, you know, excited. I got lots, lots, and lots of emails from um, all your amazing talk bugs. 
and you know people sending messages from all all over the world. It was just so exciting. I, and I will tell you guys later on, you know, on the show, you know, what I did the whole of yesterday. But guys, welcome back to the Make and Talk with Alex Akurji, and I'm so excited to be here. You know, I always am. Um, I love it when I'm here, you know, able to connect with you, and of course, all of my amazing guests who've been here. Um, you know, on the show and who will be on the show. So it's always nice to be here to be able to have some real authentic conversation. So, yes, guys, this is the hub for real talk. Um, we do not apologize uh, for thinking what we're thinking and saying what we say what we're feeling, really, because expression is a sign of strength and not weakness. And, yes, we tell you that. And what is so amazing about this show is that Well, it is not just an interview, it is a conversation. And, of course, with conversations come thoughts, opinions, perspectives, views, and loss and loss of expression. And I cannot wait to chat live today with my very, very special guest who's joining me live all the way from the U.S. And, yes, this is really an exciting one. Now, I know for a lot of people, I mean, we human beings, we're all – what would I say, creatures of habits, yes, who we like to do the same thing day in, day out. You know, we like to live in the safe zone. And, um, you know, uh, but you know, a lot of, uh, um, what would we say, thought leaders would say that uh, innovation happens when we sort of step outside our comfort zone and um, instead of sticking to routines and all of that. But, you know, we're going to talk about it, and I'm great that I have you're an expert right here on the show. And, you know, we'll be talking about so much more. But just before we get into today's show, uh, you know, the last time we were here, uh, I had uh, Michael Mozaleski, um live all the way, who joined me live all the way from um, South Florida, and uh, I um, um, that was on Talk Wednesday, and that was two weeks. And then on Friday Radio Special, I had uh, Philip Galinsky, actor, um, acting guru, um, voiceover artist. Uh, comedian, really popular stand-up comedian, and of course it was a great laugh. Uh, Philip was here, and we had such a great show, and he was, you know, he did share um, just his own uh, tips and ideas for basically creating uh, a robust acting career, and um, it was very exciting. It's always, you know, it's always exciting because no two conversations are ever the same. Every single conversation on the show Totally different, totally new. And you know how we do You know, we keep it really unfiltered and unscripted. It's uncut. So, you know, it's all about people having real authentic conversations and sharing their real experiences. And we take it away something, you know, really empowering um, ourselves as we, you know, walk away from the show. So, uh, well, today's episode, uh, uh, you know, just today's episode really is brought to you by Zeno Online Store. Yes. Uh, they're a sponsor for today. And, you know, Zeno Online Store is at www.zeno.com.ng. And Zeno.com, Zeno is Z-I-I-N-O.com.ng. And they're all about the best made in Nigeria, homemade products, all of it made right here in Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. And you can find, you know, from clothes or accessories to food, to whatever it is that's, you know, is homegrown right here. And, yes, we're promoting homegrown. So, guys, if you want some African, you know, fabric, African whatever, just head on to www.zeno.com. 
Angie. And of course, let's not forget our friends at Evolution Magazine. Now, Evolution is all about bringing to you the hair side of life and, of course, giving your hair a voice. And you can find them at www.evolutionmagazine.com. Now, just before we head into today's show, I want to give a real shout-out to our friends at uh, our friends at the Reporters, Inc. Um, and, of course, the CEO of Reporters, Inc., Max Saxon-Mayer, and um, you know the Nigerian director who's directing the uh, the documentary. This very very auspicious documentary um, called "The Innocent Convicts." Uh, that's basically speaking against those who were wrongfully convicted, and um, you know they're doing such an amazing work. So I just wanted to give a shout out to um, Asagir Kurwa. Max Saxon Mayor, and, you know, just the entire clan of the Reporters, Inc. And, of course, if you want to find out more about the Innocent Convict, well, you can head on to uh, the Reporters, you know, thereporters.org. So, yes, just go to www.thereporters.org. And, you know, just a great shout-out to really all of the amazing people who are raising their voice for those who don't have a voice. You can imagine how difficult and hard it is for you to be paying for a crime that you actually didn't commit. And that happens every single day around the world. So it's amazing that they can tell the stories of those people and how it has not only influenced their lives, but it has also influenced their families and the community. So amazing, amazing job. Now, if you would like to sponsor an episode of The Naked Talk, don't forget that you can send us an email at thenakedtalk at gmail.com. Yes. Or you can become one of our VIP patrons. Well, just go to my official website at www.alexacurgy.me, alexacurgy.me, me as an Emmy, and click on radio. And, of course, you can find out what it takes. Uh, so you can click on Patreon, sorry. You can find out what it takes to be a VIP patron. And, of course, all the great, amazing rewards that we have for our special VIPs. So, yes, today on The Naked Talk, you know, on TNT, 57, we're talking about exiting the comfort zone with my very, very special guest, Charita Cadenheat. And, um, you know, she's joining me live all the way from the U.S. Now, here's the thing. Uh, many people find that they are living in a comfort zone that sort of hinders their growth and prevents them from doing the things that they desire, you know, or achieving goals or even reaching their full potential in life. And sometimes it calls for some sort of necessary mind reset. Well, today's guest is the founder of Renew, Refresh, Reset. I got that. Renew, Refresh, Reset Your Life. And she's also the host of its talk show on Blab. Now, she coaches individuals and speaks to groups about the exiting out of their comfort zone and, of course, entering into their purpose, passion, desires, and goals while helping them to face their fear. But you know what, guys? You know, let's not, let me not take this too far. <laughs> I mean, Charita is here, and she can speak on behalf of herself, right? So um, without much further ado, I am very excited, and I cannot wait to, you know, get her right here into the show. Now, my guest is here. So hi, Charita. Hi. Welcome to The Naked Talk. Hello, Alex. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm doing very good. Let me first say happy belated birthday. <laughs> thank you, Charita. Thank you so much. Thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you. I hope you had a great day. Well, you know, it's so weird. You know what I spend my entire day doing? I was just responding to emails and messages and 
<laughs> that's what I did the entire day. Um, I told myself that I was going to do something unusual, and that would be try to reply every single uh, message that I receive. And uh, it's still an impossible task. I mean, everyone, I mean, everyone around me really they think I'm crazy. But I think I've gotten to a thousand nine hundred and thirty eight, oh. and I still have like <laughs> a whole lot more to go. That's so, a ridiculous number of emails. You know, it's you know, yeah, emails. Um, and I haven't touched social media. I'm trying to respond to people on Facebook, and you know, Twitter and Instagram is crazy, but it's amazing. Actually, it's beautiful. It just kind of makes you feel like you know. Um, and here's the thing: when you get so um, locked up you know, in your work, you don't realize that you're not really socializing and communicating with people right. and all of these amazing people who support you and listen to right. your show. And they sort of want a one-on-one access to you. You know, sometimes you yes. just want to acknowledge them. So I felt if you can take the time to send me a message, then I should be able to, you know, take that same time and reply. And even if it's just to say, thank you so much, I appreciate you and God bless you. So that's what I did the entire day yesterday. No party, no nothing. I was just responding to emails and I feel so good about it. But you know what, Charita, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I do have a little small tradition. I like to kind of take the listeners a little bit. I like them to, you know, kind of travel with my guests. And so that they can have, you know, just a little bit of, uh, they can feel where you are, right? So I know that you're all the way in the U.S. Um, Yes. uh, What is the weather like where you are right now? Well, you know, today it's about 78 degrees here in in Alabama. That's where I am in the U.S. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. It's a little bit overcast where I am, but still it's very nice. Uh, and as with uh, probably most of the U.S., it's been a very mild winter. So here we are already in March, and we really haven't had very much uh, cold weather at all. And so we're about to hit spring, and I'm personally happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, Orchard, I think you're having a great weather because here in Lagos, Nigeria, it is so hot. Like, it is really hot we're about to go naked like it's so hot so uh but it's great to hear what it's like you know where you are in Alabama and I'm sure that my listeners um are pleased to hear that you pretty much have a good weather if I put it that way oh, yeah. um oh, yeah. but but you know here's here's the thing um I know that a lot of people um kind of have an impression of who they think Charita is and I hope I got your I pronounced your name correctly it's Sharita, Sharita Cadenhead. Okay, Sharita Cadenhead. So I, I'm, I, you know, yeah. I wasn't, I wanted to be sure because I'm African and I have an accent, but it's great to know that uh, I'm not too far away from it. So um, you're pretty spot on. Like I was saying, you know, <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I was saying that um, a lot of people might have an opinion of who they think you are, right? From mm-hmm. your family to your colleagues to your clients to the people that you coach and all of that. Um, even, mm-hmm. you know, maybe the media or people you've spoken with. Yeah. But, you know, for the sake of those who are listening from around the world, um, some who may not have had the privilege to sort of come across you or your work, um, who would you say that Charita Kading, he really is? I mean, how would you describe yourself? Uh, I would describe myself as a person who's um, num- number one, uh, besides a mother and grandmother, uh, on a personal level, mm-hmm. someone who's always striving to be the best that I can be, okay? 
Some people mm-hmm. might say that someone who's always striving to be the best they can be means that they're not ever happy. Uh, I don't particularly feel that way because everybody, not everybody, but I personally want to be uh, always uh, performing at my optimum level. And I'm one of these mm-hmm. people that almost always has a goal. Uh, I think that I, if I mm-hmm. don't have a goal, that, that I may plateau and that I stop growing, mm-hmm. I stop learning. And then I get very complacent, uh, which is where I don't, I don't ever want to be in that place of complacency. Um, so I've always, I'm always striving to do something and, and to do more. I love learning. I love writing. I'm very creative. Um, and, and I love helping people. Uh, I hope, I, particularly in, in this area, because there's so much, so much gray area and so much doubt and mm-hmm. people don't often see in themselves what other people see in them, you know. So I, I, like, I, take, I take a lot of pride in drawing that out of people. So uh, I'm an inspirer, um, a certified life coach. I've been a certified life coach since um, 2014. I am now a best-selling author, just recently uh, participated in a book collaboration. Wow. Yeah, so I'm an author. I'll be working on my own book. Uh, hopefully this year, mm-hmm. and um, I'm also a blogger. I like to, uh, that's therapeutic for me. It gets to help me, and it gets to help other people as well. So that's, that's a peep into who I am. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And, you know, I can absolutely relate to you and just your need to constantly set goals for yourself because I kind of like that, you know, always wanting to, you know, challenge myself and get to, you know, I always have something, you know, I always have a goal, really, you know, and people trying to keep up with me, they're like, oh, my God, Alex, you know, it's like you, so I understand you, because I feel the same way, like, I feel like if I'm not, if I don't focus on, you know, trying to do something and achieve it and achieve, you know, go to the next goal and move on to the next, Mm -hmm. I feel like I might really just get to the point where I'm relaxed, like you said, being complacent and, you know, not you know, reaching your utmost, you know, um, potential. So I can totally relate to that, and I I feel happy doing that. But here's the thing. Now, I know that you're an exit strategist, right? Mm -hmm. Now, to Mm -hmm. the average mind, um, I'm sure people will be wondering what really is that? Like, you know, what is this to be an exit strategist? They're going to be thinking a lot of things, right? Uh, But really, what exactly is that, and how did it really start? I mean, what, what really is an exit strategist? Well, who is an exit strategist? Well, actually, you know, and I've been thinking about changing that to uh, comfort zone exit strategist because what an, typically what an exit strategist is and what people might relate it to if I don't change it or if I don't expound on it, a typical exit strategist mm-hmm. has, to do with build, has to do with business, okay? And exit strategist from that perspective is one is a person that helps uh, businesses strategically get out of the business or close their business or, or come to a close. Mm-hmm. In my particular case, an exit strategist, what I do is help people exit out of their comfort zone, okay? Because if you're stuck mm-hmm. in a comfort zone, you need an exit strategy. Otherwise, you're just going to stay there, okay? So my mm-hmm. goal is to help figure out a way for you to exit out of that comfort zone, overcome those uh, fears in a method that's very strategic. Egypt, um, sometimes it's a slow process, but at, at, at very minimum, it's a step-by-step. Step. 
step process until you begin to be more comfortable with making that exit. If, if that makes sense. Amazing. Oh, that makes a lot of sense, you know, and I get it. I mean, I know what it is, but, I mean, you want um, the listeners to kind of really know what that is. But you know yeah. what, Charity, how about we take, let's take a quick commercial break. Uh, don't go okay. anywhere. We'll be back. Okay. Stay there. All right. www.alexokoroji.net to reserve your copy and win two VIP tickets to the book tour and match. Okay, we're back. And yes, you're still listening to The Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji. And my name is still Alex, and I haven't changed. Well, guys, wherever you're listening from around the world, welcome. And uh, if you're just tuning in or just joining us, well, um, this is still The Naked Talk, and I have my guest joining me live all the way from Alabama in the U.S. And don't forget, guys, this is an interactive conversation. So, yes, you can join the conversation, and if you perhaps have questions from my guest, Charita, or if you have contributions to make as regards, um, you know, you being in your comfort zone or what you probably did to exit out of your comfort zone, you know, to leave your comfort zone, uh, don't forget, you know, you can call into the show. Now, the number to call in is plus one, two and five, three, eight, three, three, seven, six, six. Now, dial plus one, two and five, three, eight, three, three, seven, six, six. If you're calling from outside the U.S., but if you're calling from within the U.S., now make sure to dial as a local number. Call 215-383-3766 and join the conversation. And guess what, guys? I think I have great giveaways for our first three callers. So don't forget to join. I can see people, um, you know, dialed in. So, uh, so just make sure to call in and uh, um, we'll get you to basically speak. So, yes, you know, just before I went on that commercial break, I was talking to my very special guest, uh, Charita, and I did ask her, you know, what an exit strategy really, uh, strategist, sorry, really is. And she did, you know, try to explain to, you know, to us basically, you know, what it entails and, and um, just basically she's trying to help people get out of their comfort zone, and uh, that makes quite a lot of sense. But uh, hi, Charita. Welcome back. Are you there? I am here. Thank you. I love your theme song, by the Welcome way. Back. 
<laughs> you do? Really? I do. Yeah, I'm sitting here rocking you. in my chair, you. you know, just jamming, right? <laughs> oh, we're so unscripted here, so you know anything goes, really. Um, but you know, um, you know when you know just before we went on that commercial break, you did um, tell us a little bit about your work as an exit strategist, just a little bit. But uh, let me ask you this: I know that I want to believe that. I mean, you're right now sort of leading the life that you kind of want for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, was there a time? When you ever felt like you were stuck, you know, um, was there a time like you felt you like you were stuck in this zone, right, this egg zone? And yeah. when was that light bulb moment when you probably decided, you know, it was time for you to actually just make a move? Okay, so uh, and, and we're not really speaking in, in um, um, complete past tense here, okay? Well, I'm no longer okay. stuck in a comfort zone, I still have comfort mm-hmm. zone challenges, okay? Uh, but oh, yeah. I don't okay. <laughs> I don't let that stop me. I mean, I, I am very aware of those zones, and I have to, mm-hmm. even myself, I even have to combat, combat them. One of the things um, with relationship to me is, is, is my personality, okay? I am uh, mm-hmm. an introvert, okay, meaning okay. that, it doesn't have anything to do with being shy, as most people believe that it is. It has mostly to do with um, how I respond to stimulation or overstimulation. Uh, for example, being around mm-hmm. people a long period of time will drain me far more or far faster than an extrovert. If I'm re- if I get really really busy, um, you know, mm-hmm. I have a tendency to wear down very quickly if I don't manage my time. So. Because people will typically wear wear me out, and, I, and and what I do, I'm required to act to interact with people, and sometimes in large groups, it takes a lot of preparation. And so I'm always a bit apprehensive when it, I'm in situations like this. And sometimes, of course, I don't want to be in it, but it's beneficial for me to participate in these activities. So for me, battling yeah. that comfort zone is ongoing, but I'm going to do it anyway. Mm. I'm always going to do it. Now, the thing is, many people don't know that unless I tell them, okay? Exactly. But, I, but I do it. So for, for, so for the people that I help, you know, in, in a sense, I'm just like that, only that I move forward. I don't let it keep me from doing the things that I want to uh, pursue. Because, number one, if I don't pursue them, I'm not going to be happy, <laughs> I'm just not going to be happy unless I'm pursuing something. So I come from that place of comfort, and I come from that place of fear, and the only thing that's different about me than probably the people that I help is that I'm bound and I'm determined that those fears will not stop me from living the life or pursuing the life that I want to live. That That's the difference. And so you have to get to that place. For some people, it takes longer uh, than others. For me, it took a very long time, you know, a, a lot of years. And so once you start coaching people, some people will reach that level a lot sooner, and then some are for a very extended process, but it's being absolutely willing, okay, to step out of that zone, mm-hmm. to step out of those fears in spite of them. Because really, there's the, the bad place or the bad thing that you think you're going to get to or it's going to happen to you 
it's probably not going to happen. Okay. And so that that's like the major realization that has to come first. Is that the thing that you worried about if you step out, the bad thing, how likely is it to happen? And and in a sense you have to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. Uh, but the rewards are so great when you step out, <laughs> you know. It, it's so great when you step mm-hmm. out. Uh, it's rewarding, and in many cases, it can be exhilarating, you know. So to me, it's sure. always worth that risk. Yeah. And, you know, it's, 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 it, you, you do make quite a lot of sense, and I can totally relate to that as well because I think for a lot of people – and, you know, I also encountered this when I share, uh, you know, my thoughts on my blog or I have, you know, I'm in coaching with um, people with my clients. You know, it's weird because half the time people think that you've gotten to where you are because somehow you no longer have the challenges that you used to or that you're not mm-hmm. still battling the comfort zone thing like you just mm-hmm. said. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there are days that I don't feel like writing a blog post. Why? I just want to play. I don't want to do anything, but yeah. hell no, I have to do it, you know. You do. There are days I don't want to get on air because I'm feeling so tired and lazy. I worked mm-hmm. all through the night. I'm on set film. And I'm, but I still, you know, have to tell myself, hey, you have somewhere you're going to. There's somewhere yeah. you have to go to. And there are people who are relying on you mm-hmm. to achieve this. So you have to sort of challenge yourself and tell your, you know, kind of like push yourself really um, or just take that jump, you know. And a lot of times people just think that those who are successful or those who are go-getters just have it easy. But they don't realize Mm -hmm. that we all go through the same battle. Oh, yeah. We just have a better way of managing our challenges. So that's, uh, you know, truly, truly um, awesome. But let me ask you this. I do know Mm -hmm. that, you know, you now having to – sort of identify what your challenge, you know, your comfort zone challenge really is, you knowing that, and, mm-hmm. and trying to sort of make a move, right, to move out of that zone and get to where you need to go to must require you actually taking a risk, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Now, oh, yeah. Can, can, can you think of one major, maybe one major um, risk that you might have taken towards, your goal or towards a, towards a goal or maybe, you know, your purpose. Can you think of one major risk that you've probably taken? Well, ironically, uh, I, I am a risk taker, okay? I've really always been a risk taker. I've always been, um, you know, well, not always, but let's say since, the, since, the, since I was bitten by the entre- entrepreneurial bug, okay, since 19, about 1991. <laughs> so, and so mm-hmm. I've had a number of different ventures since that time, okay? Uh, yeah. I, you know, in cases where I've spent a lot of money, I've, I've quit a job, you know, with not without mm-hmm. knowing whether or not something was going to work, you know. Uh, I, I quit, sure. And so, yeah, to give up your job, to go to something that you don't even know is going to work, that's a huge risk, okay? And so really? I've taken mm-hmm. those type of risks, you know, over the last, you know, 20 years or so, you know, uh, the, the, you know, the, the, the gifts that I have, uh, these visions that have been placed upon me, every time I pursue one, to me, that's taking a risk because every time I start out in pursuit, I have no 
idea or no way of knowing whether they're really going to work, okay? But I know that I have to work mm-hmm. it and work at it, okay? So I would say for yeah. you know, 20, 25 years, I've been taking that risk, following my vision, following my dream, whether it was, you know, um, you know, I've been, a, uh, I'm, I'm currently a licensed real estate agent, uh, right now, but I've owned my property. I've owned my own property management company. I did that for five years. After five years, it turned out I didn't like it at all, you know. But that was well, that was a huge right there <laughs> to start that company up because it's very, uh, you know, it's very. It requires a good bit of cash to get you started. It requires a good investment of your mm-hmm. time to get you started. Um, you know, whether you're on mm-hmm. the uh, on the tenant side or the owner side, you have to be a problem solver. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always conflict in those mm-hmm. areas, so to take on a challenge like that is a big definite. That's probably been the biggest risk in property management because that's a mm-hmm. high risk business. You know, mm-hmm. it's too happy. Wow. You know, there's an <laughs> always there's always an issue whether it's on the tenant side or on the owner side. So when you sign up for that, you sign up for all of the risks that are that are involved with that. And in many cases, besides the size mm-hmm. of money, everything in it is a risk. <laughs> you know, and the the money is a reward, but almost every aspect of it is very risky uh, because we live in a a, um, a litigious society, and that's one of the most uh, litigious areas uh, that that I know of in, in real estate property management alone. But every venture that I've set out wow. uh, to accomplish, I, I think that to me is taking a risk. I've not been afraid to do it. Now, there there has come a time where, um, you know, a lot of these things didn't work out for me, okay? And so I, I think mm-hmm. at that point I start to second-guess myself. You know, why should I try again? You know, uh, I didn't reach – you know, it didn't turn out to what I thought it was going to be, or I didn't reach this level of success that I thought I would. And so that's really where my, my biggest comfort zone came from, okay? Um, you know, having perceived myself in some cases as a failure, and in other cases just not, re- just not reaching that level of success that I had strived for. And beginning to second guess whether I was really cut out for a certain thing. Oh, I don't know if I want to try again. You know, it hasn't worked thus far, you know. Uh, except in, in my particular case, that feeling only lasts a very short time, <laughs> you know, because I just, uh, <laughs> I'm just not willing to give up um, for things that make me happy, you know. And I, I, you know, I think that anything that I want to do is worth stepping out to make an attempt to do it. True. Very true. Otherwise, I'm just going to be an unhappy person and always be talking about what I wish I had done. Uh, And that's not a good feeling. And so so the people that I serve, you know, and when I talk about exiting out of a comfort zone and comfort zone in general, it's not an issue for everybody. It's only an issue for mm-hmm. those people that don't want to be in that place. So for those people that don't mm-hmm. want to be in that place, they're very much like me or very much like I was. They don't want to live wishing mm-hmm. that they had done something that they really wanted to do. True. Sure. True. Sure. 
Well, and you know, I, I think uh, I think as a business owner, if I might say that, I think of a business owner, and you said something uh, earlier about people relying on you. I think as a business owner, a lot of times where that comes from is we serve people in areas that either we need to be served ourselves, or we have come up mm-hmm. and we have come up with a way to help people in areas in which mm-hmm. we either still need help or ways we have found to help ourselves, and now we want to help other people in that area. Mm, mm, mm. Truly, truly amazing. And, you know, it, you know, it does make it look like, you know, talking about risk. Every time you put an out, you know, an idea out there, every time you put a business out there, every mm-hmm. time you put something, the moment you, it's out there, that's a big risk because you never yeah. really know how it's going to go. It could go one way or the other, right? Yeah, yeah. And even moving toward it, I mean, it doesn't, you know, like um, I uh, used to invest in real estate, okay? And I, I had some, I, I flipped mm-hmm. the property and I had I had several of my own uh, personal real properties, okay? But even as an experienced investor, every time I went through the buying process, it was just as scary as the first time, you know? And so, um, you know, I... I, I you know that that fear to me, there, there's a good kind of fear that propels you uh, to look at the reward of why you do it. Uh, there's that fear that's uh, sort of uh, an anxiety that's exhilarating, you know, kind of like a high, you know, or an adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. But but mostly, mm-hmm. I, I think for me, if I can stay focused on the outcome that I'm wanting to achieve. Okay, and anyone that goes through this has this issue with comfort and fear. If the if the reward the reward has to be bigger than the fear or the comfort itself. And so if you can take the focus off of the comfort or the fear and stay focused on the reward, it becomes a lot easier mm-hmm. to navigate through that process. How much is this worth to you? You know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, mm-hmm. who, who, how is this going to benefit you? Will you be happier if you do this? Uh, the people in your circle that you're responsible for, connected to, or that you're going to serve, how will this benefit them? Okay? And so if you focus oh. on that enough, generally, you'll keep moving forward. Or you'll keep wanting to move forward, and hopefully you, that that want will propel you to keep moving forward. Yeah, absolutely true. Absolutely true. Um, you know what, Charitter? How about let's mm-hmm. do this? You know, I feel like it calls for like a little bit of music. So, um, okay. How about we take let's take a quick musical break. Um, okay. We'll be back. Now, this is Leaving Like You Do by Romeo Crow. Romeo Crow was a guest on this show sometime last year in July, I think. And uh, he was also part of our first anniversary special in December. So, yes, this is mm-hmm. British rock singer Romeo Crow. And uh, we'll be back. Enjoy. I've been worrying. Every 
still catch the archive show. Yes, so if you miss it live, you can always catch this uh, the archive show right here on Block Talk Radio. I mean, we're, I mean, it's available 24-7. And you can also catch it, you know, on any of our syndicated radio networks. Yes, you can find the show um, on Stitcher. And, yes, we're also syndicated on iTunes. And we're syndicated on TuneIn Radio. And now we're on Player FM. So, hey, guys, we're all over your internet radio, so you do not have any reason whatsoever to miss any episode. And I have to say thank you to all of the amazing people who send me emails week after week with all your contributions and your thoughts and your amazing feedback. Uh, I try to respond <laughs> to as many emails as I can. Uh, but you know what? I just want you all to know that I, you know, I get them. I appreciate them, and I love you. So, yes, uh, this is still the Naked Talk. My name is still Alex Akurji. It hasn't changed. And I've been having a great Friday radio special. Um, yeah, and so, you know, I would love to connect back with uh, my guest, uh, Charita. Uh, hi, Charita. Hi. Are you still there? I'm here. Hello. I'm right here. Yes, Welcome you back. <laughs> Welcome back. Yes, I can. Perfectly. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Welcome back. Um, you know, just before we went on that break, I mean, we did talk about, you know, some of the risks that you have taken. But mm-hmm. let me ask you this now. What, I mean, as you know, as, as a life coach, I mean, you're a life coach and you uh, mm-hmm. Um, you get to deal with people every time who are basically struggling with uh, um, being stuck, right? Mm-hmm. But what mm-hmm. would you say could be the number one reason? I mean, I pretty much have an idea, and, you know, I could, but what would you say is probably the reason why people um, stay stuck in their limiting beliefs? Well, one of the number one reasons, well, there can only be number one, there only can be one reason, one number one, right? But a, a belief a belief in yes. itself. And I say that because there are two things that run very close, okay, neck and neck. Um, not having enough uh, belief in themselves and mm-hmm. fear of what people are going to say. Mm-hmm. You know, what are people going to think, okay? So I would say that those are the, are the, are the top two reasons. Okay, so not having enough uh, confidence in themselves, okay, comes from number one, um, you know, not believing they can achieve something, okay. And and typically that might be because uh, they're ill-equipped, okay, Mm -hmm. or they're not really clear on what it is that Mm -hmm. they want to achieve, okay. It can be Mm -hmm. either whether whether it's a talent whether it's an idea, they have to gain that, that clarity mm-hmm. first, okay? So, mm-hmm. uh, like, for example, uh, when you talk about somebody who uh, writes, okay, and, and wants to say mm-hmm. on a personal level, they want to start a blog, oh, well, you know, who mm-hmm. would who wants to listen to me, okay? There's always mm-hmm. somebody somewhere who has a situation like you. Okay, there's always mm-hmm. somebody somewhere that has a mindset just like you. Okay, so nobody's ever mm-hmm. really in anything by themselves. And so, you know, for a person who wants to start a blog, let's say they want to start a blog, they don't think they have anything to say. Well, you do. Okay, number one, if if if, if you have an idea for one, okay, uh, and if you say what it is you want to say, then that's probably going to be worth um, somebody's time to read it, okay? But if it doesn't happen quickly enough, 
then they would turn that around and say, well, see, I told you nobody would read it, okay? So, and, and that's a part of where that doubt comes in, not giving it enough time to produce. And become, it becomes very discouraging, and then that person will think that it's them rather than not have given enough time to invest in the process, okay? Then there's going mm-hmm. to be uh, what people say. That's the, mm-hmm. you know, who's going to read it? You know, nobody's going to read it. You know, who, are, who am I that they should listen to? You know, what are my mm-hmm. friends going to say? They're going to think it's a waste of time. Well, you know, and, and, and for, for even you as a, as a, as a uh, personality, okay, or even a blogger, you know that everybody's not your audience. So what becomes important is Very that true. you reach you that you you don't want to reach everybody, okay? You want to reach the mm-hmm. people that will benefit from your message, okay? And really, the tighter or smaller that number is, the better off you are, because then you have a niche, okay? Mm-hmm. But you got to claim you got to gain you have to believe in yourself, you have to gain clarity on what it is that you want to accomplish and where you want to go. Otherwise, there's always going to be that fog and that doubt of whether you're doing the right thing, whether you should keep going, you know, whether this is something on a personal level or, or a business, okay, particularly mm. from a business standpoint because you have to give it enough time to work. That might be it. You know, they always say that, you know, it really takes about five years for your business to really be grounded, okay, and mm-hmm. so you have to really be committed seeing that through, okay, and, you know, modifying that plan along the way as needed, okay, and a modification doesn't mean that it's not working, it just needs to be adjusted, so if people can hang in there long enough to make necessary adjustments, okay, Mm -hmm. because there's there's going to be that doubt, okay, and so Mm -hmm. mentally, you have to find ways to combat that. You know, and, and, and I have to do it. I have to do it. You know, when I get, you know, especially if I get really, really tired and weary, okay, because thoughts will enter into your mind. And I'm like, no, 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 we're not having that. <laughs> okay, I'm doing this, okay? I'm doing <laughs> this right here. Forget it. You know, and tired and weary, whatever, I'm pressing on. But see, that's what I have to do. And so people in this situation, they may they may think that, you know, someone who doesn't have uh, such a blatant problem with this, they may think that that person doesn't go through. But, you know, Alex, everybody has a comfort zone, okay? Everybody. There's some level of a comfort zone in everybody's life, okay? They're just varying degrees of it. So, you know, my degree may be very different from yours, and uh, we just have different approaches to it. For me, okay, what, what is it that I need to do to, read, to redirect should doubt start to creep in? Mm. Okay, and so, you know, the same way with the people that I help, that you have to find a way to, to redirect that, and that's going to be your go-to Thing, whether it's a message, an affirmation, a quote, uh, a walk in the park, 
whatever that thing is going to be your go-to thing, you need to identify it so that you can deflect that doubt. Okay. What are people going to say? Okay. That's the other thing. What are people going to say? What are they going to say? Don't worry about the people who can't use your product or service. You, you Don't even worry about them. Okay. When people start mm-hmm. responding to you that need your product, your service, your gift, or whatever, those are the people that you're going to focus on. And when you start focusing on those people, you know, what you have to offer will expand. So if you can conquer exactly. those two things alone, those are major, major steps. Mm. 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 You know, and you did say something, you know, when you said uh, everybody has a comfort zone. I, I, and, you know, I, I have a question I'm going to ask, though. That's okay. sort of brought something to my head. But, you know, you do have a point when you say that because I feel like the moment you get to a point where you're not feeling challenged anymore, you probably mm-hmm. have slipped into that comfort zone. It is now yeah. a really comfortable place for you because, you know, you, there isn't any challenge anymore. You know, you know, you don't have to – the moment you feel like, you know, there is – you know, you don't have to work so hard or do so much mm-hmm. for it, then you probably slipped into that zone. But, you know, just as you were saying, you know, about talking about the reason or what could be the number one reason for people sort of being stuck in their limited beliefs, um, mm-hmm. you know, something just – Came, you know, there's a word that just kept coming in my head, you know, as you were mm-hmm. explaining, um, you know, them being worried about not being good enough and then mm-hmm. also being worried about other people's opinions of them and mm-hmm. here. It's funny, but, you know, that's the way people are, you know, people every day, yeah. there's so many people leaving their lives, um, stuck in other people's opinions, really. But the yeah. word came to my mind and that was fear, fear. It's like mm-hmm. fear of not being good enough. And then fear mm-hmm. of what other people will say. So right. it kind of come, comes across like fear is the common denominator, you know, in terms of all of this. Like, so it could be the fear of anything. It could be the fear of, you know, not it not going well or not going as it should or mm-hmm. whatever it is. So mm-hmm. from, what, from everything you were saying, that's what I could peak, like fear, fear, fear. You know, exactly I don't want to be fear you know, fear yeah. of any of these things. And so that's the one thing that might be holding you know, from, you know, and you do make quite um, um, a lot of uh, sense. So, you know what, um, how about we take another break? Uh, okay. I know we've been having such a great conversation, and uh, we'll be back soon. So here's this by um, Best of Me by Ashunier. Uh Laka Ashunier is a Nigerian actress, and she's a singer, songwriter, um, producer, and award-winning filmmaker. And she's been a guest on this show as well. And this is Best of Me. Uh, it's soundtrack to one of her very popular films, uh, Journey to Self, and we'll be back. You haven't seen the last of me. Don't write me out. I'm falling, but I'm rising again. You haven't seen the best of me. Don't count me out. I'm crawling, but one day I will run. You haven't seen the last of me. No, I won't break 
everything that you can be but uh you know i think one of the one of the you know one of the key things to keep in mind is that you know you have to keep telling yourself that they haven't um seen the best of you yet because there's still so much more that you can accomplish and will accomplish if you're able to just basically motivate yourself to just take a quick you know just get out of that zone you know and try yes it is um, not a very easy um, feat to accomplish for a lot of people, but uh, it's something that can be done, and people do it every time. So uh, that was a beautiful one from former guest, Ashirani Araka, uh, Best of Me, and it was soundtrack for the movie uh, Journey to Sell. So, guys, um, if you're still, uh, well, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Okurji, and, yes, I am broadcasting live out of Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. And I've been having such a great conversation with my guest, Charita Caden, joining me live all the way from Alabama, sorry, in the U.S. And it's been a pretty exciting, not just exciting, it's been illuminating and it's been empowering. The conversations are really, really. So you know someone who definitely needs this motivation, they need to listen to to today's show. Um, Hi, Charita. Hi. Hi, Alex. Look, you, these artists well, that you're playing, I can tell you one thing. They absolutely have at least one new fan, okay? 
They what? <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah, they have at wow. least all three of because you played. I think you played three different artists, and I'm just loving the music. Yeah, too. There's Romeo, the British guy, and then there's Ashina from Nigeria. So uh, I'm glad that you do like it, though. So I think I probably tweeted them and let them know that um, they have, you know, a new, <laughs> one new set. But, you know, what is synony- one is what is synonymous with, you know, with uh, both songs is that there is a message, really. Um, and really, it's also tailored to our conversation for today, which mm-hmm. is really trying to empower. And you've been sharing, you've been sharing so much wisdom. Like, you're like uh Oh, I'm like, should I call you a well? Well of wisdom. You know, for okay. we'll use that. We'll probably use that, ex- that expression here. But I hope to well ask you this, this is totally right. This is random. Like, how mm-hmm. does a grandmother really stay so cool and so cheek and so in touch with, you know, you know herself and her dreams and her goals? Because I'm wondering, there's so many people right now who probably listen to this who um, who who would probably never believe that you're a grandmother, first of all, and that you're, you know, you're still, you know, some people get to a particular stage in their life, they give up. It's almost like they oh. feel like they can't do anymore, yeah. right? Yeah. Because, they, you know, I'm too old to try again. I'm too old to start again. I can do this. I can't do that. And every time I have people who come on the show who are challenging themselves and, you know, they've mm-hmm. accomplished you know, they, they've accomplished so much, and they want to accomplish more. It's almost like they want to add more feathers to their already glittered mm-hmm. hearts, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so I'm thinking to myself, you know, as a grandmother, as a woman who's, you know, done so much, you've been in different kinds of business, and you've been, mm-hmm. you know, and to still feel like there's still so much you want to accomplish, and you're going oh, yeah. right after it, um, you know, really, what, you know, what does it feel like? I need to know that, though. And by the way, you have some really cute, like you have two really cute grandkids. I saw, oh, like, I saw your grandbabies. Like, I yeah. They're so cute. Yeah. They're so well, cute. But, go ahead. Uh-huh, I'm listening. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was saying, you know, I mean, how does that feel like? Like, do you feel like, especially for, you know, your, you know, your, your grandkids and all the mm-hmm. people that are dependent on, you know, you being an example for, mm-hmm. You know how people can just be persistent. If that's the word, right. really. Um, but what would, yeah, you know, for people like you know people like you who are, like I said, you know, um, feel like they've got into a point in their life where they can't do mm-hmm. anymore. They feel like they've given up. What does right. it really think? How does it really feel? Does it feel different what you're doing now and how you were, let's say, ten or fifteen years or twenty years ago? Does it feel different? Uh, you know, it it. it the, it feels. Well, see, we got, a, we got a couple of questions here, okay? From a, from a grandmother perspective, my, let me tell you first. My <laughs> grandson, particularly, okay, he would tell you that I am the coolest grandmother. Okay, <laughs> he think I he think I am the coolest. Okay, so I, I'm a, I'm a roll with that. Uh, but yeah, so naturally, I I, I think that it, it, yeah, it's different because I am ten, fifteen, twenty years older. Okay, and you know, as we uh-huh. age, you know, the things that we value. They change, okay. I'm a lot, mm-hmm. I'm a lot smarter. I'm a lot wiser. Mm-hmm. I want different things mm-hmm. than I wanted when I was, you know, than I wanted ten, fifteen, or twenty years old, twenty years ago, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And my approach to those things are very different based on that. So, so absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, as far as my grandkids are concerned, 
Um, you know, I want them to be highly motivated, okay? I want them to not mm-hmm. ever want to give up on anything, and I want them to be, um, you know, you talk about you talk about risk takers, you know, and we haven't even talked about the courage that it takes to step out, okay? So we talk about mm-hmm. being risk. I want them to be courageous enough and bold enough, you know, mm-hmm. to, you know, to step out on something that they really will be, they really will believe will be worth taking that risk mm-hmm. or being bold enough or mm-hmm. courageous enough to step out and do what they felt like they are purposed to do, uh, what they are desirous mm-hmm. to do, okay, particularly particularly when they are younger, when they can afford to take more risk, you know, because after life sets sure. in, you know, you get, well, I guess I didn't learn <laughs> that lesson, okay? Yeah. I, look, I, look, I didn't learn that lesson about like, oh, you get not want to take risks, right? <laughs> I skipped that class. <laughs> But you know, you know, even for me, even for me, you know, my risks are a little bit more calculated. But if you're going to take mm-hmm. the risk, certainly, um, you know, you want to do it, you know, when you're a lot younger, as opposed to when you get older. But you know, even when you're younger mm-hmm. and you find yourself ten, fifteen years later, still not having achieved, you still need to get that clarity, okay? Until you either find it um, or or realize what it is, you still have to keep going and see, keep striving. You know, say you go from 20 mm-hmm. to 35 years old and you don't have it yet and you live to be, you know, 70, 80, 90 years old. What are you going to do for all those years? Just be unhappy? I'd rather keep going. Exactly. Than to be happy for another 50, exactly. 60 years. You know, mm. so I want my grandkids to know you can have what you want, but it, it requires the work. And I do sure. want to be that Very example. True. I absolutely do want mm-hmm. to be that example for my grandkids. Okay? My grandmother, she never gave up. My grandmother <laughs> doesn't give up. You know, my grandmother was a go-getter. You know, I want to sure. be like my grandmother. Yeah, heck yeah. Yeah. That's what I, yeah. I want that. yeah. Yeah, and you talk about you a know, risk. When you, if you talk about mm-hmm. a risk, people who are wanting, you know, who are who are who are fearful or in a comfort zone, and you talk about taking a risk, okay, particularly where uh, mothers or where parents are concerned, particularly mothers, okay, the biggest risk you ever going to take is becoming a mother, <laughs> okay. You become responsible Very for true. somebody's life. Yeah. Very you true. talk about being a risk taker. You you measure that to all the stuff that you want to do and it's like peanuts. <laughs> yeah. So that's Absolutely. where that's uh, Yeah, that that courage. If you have the courage to become a parent, that's a mm-hmm. huge amount of responsibility to mold and shape a person, you know, for eighteen 20, 24, 25 years into a responsible adult. I don't think risk getting mm. any bigger than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I really agree with you because, and that's a responsibility that's never going to go away. Like, you know, you're oh, no. never going to stop being a parent. 
You know, I I remember waking up today with a little bit of panic because I was looking at my son and I thought, oh, he had a rash. And I was like, oh, where did this come from? You know, you never had a rash and and he's six. But, Mm -hmm. you know, but then you realize everything else takes the back. And this is really a gamble because every day, Mm -hmm. anything could happen any day. I mean, you can try to be, I mean, you can try to protect them. You can try to be Mm -hmm. the best parents. You know, but mm-hmm. anything can happen. So mm-hmm. that's even a risk as well. I you hear people who lose their loved ones, and you sometimes oh, yeah. ask yourself, "Would I be able to deal with this? Can I cope with mm-hmm. it?" That's a risk, you mm-hmm. know. Just investing yeah. so much emotion and time, and you know, finance, money, and a lot of things. Really, everything. I think the word everything. is everything. You know, in someone else. And not being able to, you can't trade it. It's not something, I mean, if it's mm. a business, you can say, you know what, I'm done, I'm tired. You can't really be done. You can't be done or tired, you know, be, uh, no matter what. It's never going to change. Even if it's, a, you know, it's never going to change. So I, I, yeah. I can totally relate to that. But yeah. let me ask you now, for a lot of people, there are people who might be stuck in a comfort zone, in their comfort zone, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. may not particularly know that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, or they may not feel like, you know, there's anything odd, right? They mm-hmm. may not notice they're, that they're not growing or they're, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's possible, really, but I believe that there's some people who are just totally not present. They're not present mm-hmm. in mind, so they're not aware that mm-hmm. they're not growing. They're not aware that they're not, they're not challenging themselves. Maybe they're mm-hmm. just pleased or unhappy with their life, but they don't really realize that they're not achieving all the things that they want. Um what would be, what would you say would be a sign for them to realize? I mean, now people could listen to this conversation. I mean, we have listeners listening, and they'll mm-hmm. say to themselves, oh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will be asking themselves questions. Am I stuck mm-hmm. in my comfort zone? Do I feel like, you know, so what is the, what, what would be the one identifier, something that you can use to ask you to say, you know what, it's time to move. Okay, I think I've been stuck for so long. It's time to move. What would you say that would be? What can they use to tell? that they're okay. stuck, really. So, so let me say this first, okay? Um, and, and, it may, and it may stop here. If, if people don't realize, don't realize they are in a comfort zone, they're probably not in one, okay? And, and those will not okay. be my clients, okay? Okay. To me, <laughs> there's okay. only an issue if you are in a comfort zone and you know you don't want to be there. If you're in a comfort mm, zone okay. and you don't know you're in one or you're pretty cool with where you are, I wish I was that way. <laughs> I wish I could, get, <laughs> I could get some rest. I could get some rest. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, no, those Wait. people, you know, they don't have a problem. You know? Uh, and, and, and right. So, and, and so if we if we try to help them discover, um, you know, a problem that doesn't even exist, then we create mm. a problem for them. Okay, so they'll hmm. start second guessing themselves, maybe, and then that's when people start. My idea of happiness for someone else is not as important as their idea of happiness for them. Mm, that makes a lot of sense, really. Okay, and now you just, so you, know, you, you just brought a real yeah. perspective to this, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, so you can't invoke, you know, your 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 idea of happiness on, on somebody. It's just like. You know, people they have these great ideas. They want to have they have a business of that they want to start, and nobody's behind them. Nobody supports it. That's because they don't. You know, well, why don't you go be an engineer? 
you know, that's what you want to do, you know, and you can't force your vision on me, okay? I have the vision. I, you can't see it yet, and I don't really need you to see it, number one, because you're not my ideal client. <laughs> you have to keep going back to that. And so when you feel really in your heart um, that you're destined to do something or driven to do something, you can't let people influence you like that. So it's not my responsibility to convince you where you're unhappy. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because mm-hmm. then you run into a situation, and this is this is this this falls right in line with people worried about what people say. This will bring you to a person mm-hmm. to a point where they start to compare themselves to other people mm-hmm. and start measuring themselves against some other people, which may you know may even worsen a situation. What's wrong with me? I'm inadequate. I was okay. They started talking, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So they start, you know, trying to convince me that I wasn't. You know, mm. so you definitely don't want people to start comparing themselves to others because then they will never measure up to anything. And they, you know, you can't be happy mm. always trying to measure yourself uh, by someone else. You know, and I say, you know, people is like success. You have to define your own success. And, and you know, success is to you is however you paint that picture for yourself. Your picture looks your picture of success uh-huh. is much different than mine. Okay? Success does not mean money always. Success could be uh-huh. could mean being totally con- content with who you are. Uh-huh. Success could Very be being having your, your your idea job or your idea career or being able to be that uh-huh. artist, although you're a broke artist, but people love your work and you and you get those commissions, that commissioned work that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, you can't yeah. measure yourself against somebody else, not ever. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so if you want something to mm-hmm. measure yourself against, to compare yourself against, then you're going to have to be that, you're going to have to be that person uh, that you compete against. Mm-hmm. You, you compete with your own True. self to make you better than you were yesterday. Exactly, and, yeah. and that's how you know. That's how that's actually how I measure my own progress. You know, I say mm-hmm. to myself, "Did I do better than yesterday? Right? Have I achieved what I want? You know, I'm not in competition with anybody. And so, mm-hmm. you, you know, you made a very poignant. Um, um, you you did make a really you know very important point. Um, you know, say that if there, I mean, if there, if the person isn't really feeling like they're you know, in a comfort zone, if they're not feeling like there's a problem, then perhaps there really isn't a problem. And that's true right. because we've all been we've all been in that position where, you know, people feel like you could be doing better, right? Or you could be doing mm-hmm, more. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know you're running at a steady pace because you right. it's your goal. It's your own vision. You visualize mm-hmm. it. You know where you're going. So mm-hmm. they don't have a clue mm-hmm. what it is that you're trying to do, but you know it and so you understand right. the race even better than they do. So right. you know that you're running at the right pace that you want to run, but they feel like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. A and B is already here. Why aren't you doing that? I mean, hey, right. you, you know, your colleague is in Hollywood. Why are you not in Hollywood? But perhaps yeah. you don't want to be, you know, this is what you want to do. And sometimes we can let these other voices on the outside sort of distract us from our mm-hmm. actual goals. So yes, mm-hmm. you, you know, you made kind of so you made really important point there because that totally resonated with me. It just reminded me of 
you know, things. That, and this is good, you know, to have this kind of conversation because I'm sure that a lot of people deal with these issues, and it's great to hear that from, you know, from someone like you, you know, being a life coach and an exit mm-hmm. strategist that you can comfort them and let them know that, look, if you don't feel like there's a problem, then perhaps there really isn't a problem. Why? And, you know, we always have to try to hear our own voice. Uh, yeah. But, you know, talking about people um, and people just having to care about other people's um, opinion of them, mm-hmm. I always think, mm-hmm. you know, just one more. Like, I think I have one more or maybe two. One comes to a musical break, and I hope that you like this one. I'm sure uh, I will. Now, this is Maybe. <laughs> this is Maybe, maybe. by okay. Peter Kelly. Okay. Maybe by Peter Kelly. And Peter okay. Kelly was a guest on this show in August. I think it was in August last year. But he was also part of uh, – First anniversary special, briefly. Uh, he's uh, um, a pop rock singer, but this is uh, Maybe by Peter Kelly, and we'll be back. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. Maybe I'm someone. Maybe I'm nobody special at all. Good son or somebody's best friend or invisible Maybe I'm growing Maybe I've already passed my prime Maybe I'm looking for some place to hide What the world decides Maybe it's me Or maybe I just don't like what I see Lately, maybe the world don't like me Yeah, I wonder what they all think about me Lately, maybe the world's not for me Maybe she loves me Maybe I'm loved just for being me But if not for the man that I am Then for who I try to be Maybe they're with me, yeah Maybe they're all gonna prove me wrong Maybe I'm scared of all alone And I'm all alone Maybe it's me Or maybe I just don't like what I see Maybe, maybe the world don't like me There's no way of knowing 
with Alex Okurji. Yes, it is the hub for real, authentic conversations to empower our minds. Yes, and God, I can imagine the amount of empowerment people are getting now just from listening to my very awesome guest who's joining me live all the way from Alabama, USA. Yes, I do have uh, curator Kedenhead. Kedenhead, oh God, help me, <laughs> right here with me on this show, and it's been such such an empowering conversation. We talked about so many things, right? Just you know, about helping you to you know exit that comfort zone and you know take the next exit towards your goal and your desires mm-hmm. and your purpose. And that was a beautiful song by Peter wow. Kelly. Hi, Charita, are you back? Are you here? I I am here, and yes, I love that song too. That was that was very reflective. <laughs> very reflective. Maybe very right. Mm-hmm. right. I remember when Peter was a guest on this show, and when I first heard it, I was like, oh, my God. You know, it just kind of makes you just totally reflect, like you said, you know, um, it takes you like, you know, you, it's sort of introspective in a way. Um, mm-hmm. It makes you think about a lot of things. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, and just really how people really see themselves and, you know, mm-hmm. life. imagine we were walking around maybe – whether we're good enough or whether people care about us or whether we can, you know, so I think it kind of falls into the conversation that we were having, you know, just before went and that break. And, right. yeah, but, you know, these are all really pretty talented um, artists. But, um, you know, we're still talking. I do have I do have a message for you from one of the listeners. Um, I got a message okay. um, from someone, Diola. Uh, Diola is listening, and she sent me a message via WhatsApp. She's saying, Hi, Alex. This is such a great, great show. I love your guest, and I can't believe that she's a grandmother. She doesn't sound like one. But I would like to ask her, though, um, for people, you know, for people who feel like they're not, you know, challenged like um, myself, I have been um, in the same job for about six years, and I feel like I'm not growing. I'm not getting any promotion. I'm not um, – and there's so many things that I want to achieve with my life, but I just feel like I'm so dependent on my salary that I can't um, just go ahead and go after what I want. I really want to be mm-hmm. a singer. Now, she says, uh, what would your advice would be the first step a person needs to take towards sort of making an exit and going after my goals? Okay. So, First thing, uh, it's very good that she recognizes she's been in this job for six years and she feels like she's not growing well. 
it, it's not feel like she's not growing. She's not growing because she already recognizes that. And and you're saying that she wants to uh, she wants to be a singer, which is totally different from this job that she has. Is what I'm getting. <clears throat> so yeah. you know, first of all, she has to. Well, I, I don't know if I want to say she has to be. I wouldn't advise anybody to just get up and leave her job. I would never, even if I did it, mm-hmm. I wouldn't advise anybody else to do it. So 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 what are the <laughs> pathways? What are the pathways to that singing career? Okay, so mm-hmm. if you really want this singing career. What's stopping you from going after it, okay? I, ideally, you won't quit your job, okay? And so she would be what they call a parallel pneumonia, okay? And so she would right. have to, um, if, if she's there because of the salary and, and the comfort of that salary, you know, she has to ask herself, you know, how bad do I want to be a singer? How passionate am mm-hmm. I about this, okay? And so and you know mm-hmm. that anytime you're in the entertainment industry, People look at people look at artists, you know, well known artists as being overnight success. Okay, which we know that not mm-hmm. to be true. They they spent the last 10, 15, okay. 20 years getting that brand. Exactly. Okay. So, mm-hmm. you know, how much time are you willing to invest in making that happen? Okay. Now, mm-hmm. when you talk about coaching, and one thing about coaching, um, you know, people they really do have the solutions to themselves, okay, themselves. They have the solutions themselves, okay, but through conversation and asking very poignant questions, it, it almost has to be drawn out of them. And now she's a singer, you know, she, you know, she has some um, idea of what it's like to be a singer and make a career out of that. We just need to draw out of her those steps that she needs to take. See, I can't give her the answer. Okay, we got to find out mm-hmm. what those solutions are. So you have to look for opportunities. Where can you sing? Where can you start mm-hmm. singing? Where can you start, you know, mm-hmm. developing of showing your talent? Whether that be in a church, mm-hmm. whether that be uh, in, uh, you know, a, a club, uh, you know, amateur or night, something like media. that. Not, or, or social media, you know, YouTube, uh, live stream through yeah. Facebook or that. Periscope, there's Meek Rat, I think it's Meek Rat or whatever you call it. You know, there, there's, you know, um, Divine, you know, so you don't have to take those traditional methods anymore. You know, you have more, and, and you can do this in the privacy of your own home. Okay? Yeah, Internet starts true. being made every day. Okay? So mm-hmm. if she if he chooses to go around like that, not, not everybody. Um, <clears throat> Not everybody becomes, uh, you know, uh, an instant success or sensation, you know, or goes viral, okay? But there are people mm-hmm. who know how to make your, you know, your your post or your YouTube uh, go viral, okay? So if you want to shortcut mm-hmm. that, then you find out who those people are and how to make it happen, okay? Mm-hmm. Or at least try to find out from them how you get to that point. Okay. Because uh, you're not gonna go from uh, A to B. Okay. Right so here. you have to you have to you have to create you have to, these days you have to you you not only have to go after opportunities, you have to create the opportunities. There's opportunities. Yeah. You, you know what, you know, Carrie, not to cut you off, but you do make um a very valid point and just reminds me of something that 
in from a guest said, which is, I mean, I remember when we had, I had the actor, Philip Galinsky, and he did say, you have to find mediums to work. You can't just say mm-hmm. that there's no, well, you have to create a job for yourself. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I hope Diola is listening, and I, you just gave great advice. You're not saying go from A to B because it's impossible. You kind of, she kind of still needs the money anyway to be mm-hmm. able to put this new, <laughs> this new uh, career that she wants to. Yeah. So she needs to fund it somehow. So she needs to have a job to be able to fund it, or mm-hmm. she's just going to mm-hmm. become a liability to somebody else. So right. while you can keep your day job until you become, you know, a superstar, <laughs> right, or you mm-hmm. start getting some great money from being, so you need to keep your day job and then find, you know, places and mediums that you can actually start to showcase your talent as a singer, mm-hmm. just like has right. um, just said. So, I mean, there, she's mentioned so many ways that you can start to, Basically, let people see that you've got this talent and mm-hmm. you know, find out how to make it work. So it starts with that. Thank you so much, um, Sherita, for actually answering that question for Diola. And I believe that um, it will be very useful. Um, but, you know, I know that we don't have so much time left. Uh, we'll have to wrap this show up very soon. I've you know, mm-hmm. been talking for so long, right? Right. <laughs> and so you're like, oh, my God, you know, we've been talking for so long, for an hour plus. Can you imagine? I love um, it. But you know, just but just before we wrap it up, and I do, um, okay, I do have two more questions to ask you, and none mm-hmm. of this is scripted; it just comes. But um, one, I, I stumbled on something. I stumbled on the book, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of wanted to hear a little bit more about it. I was going okay. through your website, and I saw this book, "I Am Woman," mm-hmm. and it caught my attention. Actually, mm-hmm. caught my attention for so many reasons. Because first of all, the book cover looked mm-hmm. like a cover that was I was, you know, it was pretty very similar to a design I was going to use for my book, my latest book. So oh. I was like, whoa, how could that be? That's so, you know, <laughs> what, you know, what are the chances that, you know, you and someone somewhere else, you know, have the same idea? And then right, I started to right. see very similar, you know, similar words, authentic, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. truth. And I was mm-hmm. like, can you remember this? My new book, The Naked Truth, uh, came out in October. Yeah. And I was going to have this exact design. I'm not even kidding. Like, it was white background with the eyes. It didn't have all of the face, which is the eyes. And mm-hmm. and it was, you know, it's, it's called The Naked Truth. And then I'm thinking, it's about my experience, you know, um, <laughs> right? Uh, and I'm thinking, what are the chances? But going through, um, you know, just a little bit of the synopsis of this book, um, mm-hmm. I was very, very, very curious to find out. I mean, this book, um, I know that uh, you're one of the authors as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you shared mm-hmm. your story amongst several other women, right? Mm-hmm. But maybe you need to tell the listeners a little bit more. Really, what is this book, I Am Woman? What is it about? Okay. So, I Am Woman started out, uh, it's, I, I Am Woman is actually an organization, okay, uh, that mm-hmm. was started mm-hmm. here in Birmingham by the founder, Yakinia Marie. And uh, about a year and a half ago, she, she called out on Facebook for 40 women. Mm. One word, one word uh, that they felt, you know, compelled to talk about. My word was persistent, okay? So I did a one-minute video, and then several months later, you know, these 40 women became the original members of the I Am Woman Network, okay? And by mm-hmm. mid-summer, we, she started coordinating this book project. So these 21 women in this book, myself included, are telling a really mm-hmm. um, life, life-changing story, stories. 
uh, something that probably helped have happened to them in their past uh, that helped to shape their future. Um, you know, stories that people mm-hmm. often don't like to tell because they're bad memories, but knowing mm-hmm. that their stories could help somebody mm-hmm. else come forward. Mm-hmm. But I want to just, if I can just focus in on my story for, for just one moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, my particular chapter is called I Had Determined My Worth as Zero. And I talk about my father's mm-hmm. depression 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, wow. and, and I say from... Um, you know, 2000, I've been recovered from depression since 2002, which has been four, 14 years ago. And I was probably, you know, two years that I can clearly remember between 2000 and 2002, but probably for a total of about four or five years, I was struggling with depression. And I had no idea what it was. I just knew that I was sad all the time. Okay. And as it turns out, it was clinical depression. And for me, uh, you know, and depression is, you know, different for every for everybody. Is is number one is not just a bad mm-hmm. day. It's a, um, it's a mental disorder called by by, by a variety mm-hmm. of things. But for me, one of the roots uh, mm-hmm. to my depression was all the bad things that I would tell myself about myself as if I was not worthy of any good thing. Um, and so that mm-hmm. stemmed from all of these perceived failures that I had. You know, so all of these perceived these failures meant that I was a failure, so I was never going to be happy. I was never going to be successful. I was never going to be this. I was never going to be that. I tell my story about, uh, you know, having um, suffered from depression, you know, how I transitioned out of that. Um, and so there's, you know, there's another story, uh, another person's story, you know, with a similar story. There's stories about you know, um, abuse of some sort. So people struggle, okay? But the book is not about the struggle. The book is really about the triumph over the struggle. But that, that's my story, mm-hmm. and that's not about the book. Uh, you can actually, uh, the book is actually available on my website, uh, which is renewrefreshreset.com slash IAW21book. Um, you can order an autograph mm-hmm. copy that way. But but that, that's, that's the book. Um, you know, and, and, wow. and, and as far as my particular chapter, of course, <clears throat> you know, initially that was an uncomfortable story to write, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I can't imagine, you know, yeah, and it was taking the book, you know, a little while to um, come to come to come into existence, but it was part of the planning, you know, I really wanted to back out at, at, at one point, you know, in the coordination, you know, people need to read this story. You know, they need to read the story, and you know, uh, I, I'm glad that I did it. I don't know why I was changing my mind, and I, I happened to be telling somebody not long ago that, particularly when you're uh, suffering from depression, at least for me, uh, suffering from depression was an illness of shame. You know, and uh-huh. even without even realizing it, uh, you know, while I was in it, it was something that I was ashamed of, and I, and this is another thing with comfort zone. While I was in depression, I was ashamed that I was depression because that, that, that meant that, you know, I wasn't as strong as people viewed me, okay? I felt like I had let somebody down or let myself down. But here it is 14 years later in writing this book. I didn't really want to tell this story. But, you know, and I thought about it here just recently. I was acting as if I was still ashamed of it. I was holding, I was holding on to a mental thing that was 14 years ago. And so this is also what happened in the comfort zone. People get into them because of something happened so long ago that's not even relevant to your current life. 
Very true. Very true. But yeah. I think that that is such a bold, courageous thing to do. And there's nothing like people being naked. You know, that's what yeah. the show is about. And yeah. just everything I'm doing is being naked and being open and mm-hmm. allowing that vulnerability and that transparency and that openness to sort of affect another person's life. Mm-hmm. There are people who are definitely going to be empowered by the story that you share. Oh, yeah. Because there are people who can relate to what she's been through, who every mm-hmm. day deal with uh, depression, you know, clinical depression and all that. And just to see that oh, yeah. you can overcome that, that's mm-hmm. a sign of hope for them that they too can triumph. Right. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I always like to encourage people to, you know, share your story because there's, mm-hmm. def- there's definitely someone somewhere who's definitely going to be empowered by it. This is really, really amazing. And I know we're going to wrap really soon, but here's one, just one for the road. This last one is for the road. And okay. this is really just based on the conversation that I just had with you right now about mm-hmm. that book. And I cannot wait to read it. And I would love for all of my listeners as well to head on to your website. I know your website is uh, Reset. Oh, I, I keep trying Re- to get yeah. Renew uh, Refresh Reset. Com, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I get that correct? Did I get that correct? Okay. So, you got it uh, correct. This is Don't. This song, this song uh, here is Don't by Scott Crota, uh, Americana singer, uh, country folk singer, uh, um, Scott Crota. And of course, he was here on the show sometime last year. I can't remember when. I think there was others, but not really sure. But he was, you know, live at our first anniversary special. And he even performed an unplug, not of this song, of another song, but. Um, this song is Don't, and uh, okay. we'll be back. So enjoy. Every day, ebbs and flows, like an open wound that can never close. But believe me, it's only motivating me. Oh, oh, oh. 
incredible song, Don't, by Spotkota. Yes, guys, and we're totally winding down to the end of this great, amazing conversation. And yes, such a beautiful song. But every time I hear Scott, you know, it's almost like I feel so empowered. Don't give up, you know, don't. Uh, no matter what it is, uh, just, you know, find, just find it. So we're tapping to yourself, tapping to your inner inner strength and find some courage to just keep going, mm-hmm. just keep moving. Yeah, take the next, you know, take the next uh, exit, right? Well, guys, mm-hmm. this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji, and it's been such an amazing, amazing conversation. Totally illuminating. Believe me, your life would totally be, totally be, you know, you would be so motivated by the conversation I've had with my very special guest. Um, hi, Charita. Just before we wrap this up, uh, I would like to know, though, um, where can the listeners, I mean, where can they connect with you? I know that you have a blog and a website, uh, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. really, where is the place that they can come to you if they need coaching or they want to connect to you? And I believe that anybody can connect to you from anywhere in the world, right? Yeah, they they can connect but to they anywhere have to be in, in the world. No, no, no. Okay. They do not have to be uh, local, okay, or even in the United States. Okay. The best place to okay. connect with me is through my website, which is renewrefreshreset.com. And once you pull it up, there'll be okay. a little pop-up screen at the bottom. It's, it's a scheduler. Mm-hmm. Okay? You can schedule an mm-hmm. uh, introductory call, an online meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can schedule a um, uh, a, consult- a one-hour consultation, or you can just send me a message. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can connect with me any of those ways, and that's absolutely the best way because it keeps my communication all in one place where I don't have to you know, mm. I can't like mm-hmm. I know where to go back and look for it. Uh, awesome, very awesome. Uh, it's been so really, really nice having you here on the show. Just chatting with you. I don't want you to go, but I know I have to let you go, right? <laughs> well, I have certainly enjoyed the conversation. I I, I love it. And I, I, I love it because I do the blab, which is unscripted on, on Sunday mm-hmm. to 3 o'clock Central Standard Time. And, and it's unscripted because I just let the talk drive the conversation. So this is very comfortable mm-hmm. for a couple of formats for me. Mm. Great, great. And I would probably tune in, to, you know, just check out your blab. I know that I probably saw one of your Periscope episodes uh Uh-huh, but yeah, 
definitely. definitely. Who, who's that? Uh, uh, Sharon, that? Will, Sharon, Sharon Williams. Oh, Sharon Williams. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's, she's, she's over the book. Oh, great. Wow. That'd yeah, be nice too. Right. Oh, oh, awesome. Awesome. I'm I'm looking forward to that then. I'm I'm sure. We're going to be one big family. So. I know, hey, right? Um, she's a beautiful <laughs> person. She's a beautiful person. Right. You know, it's been nice having you here all the way in Nigeria, in Africa, and, you know, just having my listeners and my audience, uh, you know, just get to know you and your work and all of the amazing things that you that you offer you know, and, and that you do. And um, I look forward to inviting thank you back you. on the show at some point. So thank very you so much, and I would love for you to have a great day. All right. You too. <laughs> have a great thank day. Thank you very much. All right. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay, guys. Well, so this ad is still the Naked Talk with Alex McCurdy. And yes, we had such a great. Talk with Alex Okorochi.